We're interrupting our regularly scheduled episodes to bring you the series, For to us, a child is born. As you read God's word, understand, God has declared many, many years ago that he's watching over his word to perform it. It doesn't matter if you agree with it or not. It doesn't matter if you understand it or not. That's right. You need to know if you don't understand it or even agree with it, you need to understand or accept that God's going to perform his word. That's right. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Remembering the birth of Jesus Christ should affect every person in the deepest way. If it doesn't, then there's a misunderstanding of the significance of the event. Join us for the series, For to Us, A Child is Born, where Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn take a look at some of the reasons the first advent of Jesus Christ is so vitally important. Here's the third message in the series, The Preservation of Jesus' Birth. But I just, and as a way of intro, I want to say that we we heard last week that God prophesied about the birth, mm-hmm. that it that it was going to happen, and so what we are going to talk about today is how God brought brought it to pass mm-hmm. with tremendous opposition. Mm-hmm. But because He is who He say He is, and He's going to do what He says He's going to do. He's going to do it. So that's what we should write down in A on your paper. God declared that he would do what he said. God declared that he would do what he said. Amen. And Genesis 3, 14 and 15, this was a verse we um, talked about because this was the first prophecy of the birth. And so it's, it's, it's um, behoove us to revisit it today as we tie it into the presentation, mm-hmm. preservation mm-hmm. of Jesus's birth. Excuse me. So it says, so the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field on the, on your belly, you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed, he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. We see enmity used here in other translations. We see hostility in other words. Words, re, re, um, reflecting the relationship that will be between Satan and Jesus Christ. And so God said he, shortly after man sinned that he was going to rectify this sin issue, mm-hmm. this sin condition. And his remedy was to send his son and he proclaimed it. He declared it right here that there's going to be a seed of the woman from which um, the, the, he will rectify it. Mm-hmm. And then in Genesis 12, verses 1 through 3, we see God making another promise. And he's talking to Abram, who became Abraham. It says here, The Lord has said to Abram, Go from your country 
your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. I will bless those who who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse and all peoples on the earth will be blessed through you. That is a strong statement and a strong promise God made to Abram. Amen. Look at all the I wills that God said he, he was going to do in there. He says, I will show you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will make you to a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. Hmm. Amen. Whoever curses you, I will curse all the peoples on the earth who will who will be blessed through you. Amen. That just may, that makes me feel good. Yes. You know, you you often hear people say, uh, "Don't mess with me. I'm a child of God." Yes. There's a reason for that. Yes. <laughs> to have God's word behind us. Amen. Amen. And so to tie this in, when when with this, from Abram, like I said, he changed his name to Abraham. And then from Abraham, when God said, I'm going to bless your people mm-hmm. from Abraham came Isaac. He had other children, but the, 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 the blessing that he's talking about here flowed through Isaac yeah. and from Isaac, it flowed through to Jacob, mm-hmm. whose name got changed to Israel. And so we see God promise through Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Israel, yeah. God promised to bless them, and these are I will statements God made relative to Israel. Mm-hmm. And then we find in the New Testament that we are also those who have faith in Christ, mm-hmm. have the same faith that Abraham had, and therefore we can call Abraham father, even though we're not of Israel or of the Jewish nation. Yeah. We we have the same faith and we become, and as my wife mentioned earlier in the beginning of service, how God, Jesus reconciled yes. the Jews yes. and the Gentiles together. Yes. Yes. And so we've been reconciled. Mm-hmm. And so as this passage speaks, it is talking about um, Gentile believers in Jesus Christ yes. because Abraham's our father, father in faith. Um, just like the scripture applies to us as well. And so God says, I will. Mm -hmm. And then through the prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1 12, we hear God speaking about what he's going to do relative to what he says. Mm -hmm. It says, then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. Let that sit with you. Mm -hmm. Let that sit with you. As you read God's word. Yeah. As you read God's word, understand God has declared many, many years ago that he's watching over his word Mm -hmm. to perform it. It doesn't matter if you agree with it Hmm. or not. It doesn't matter if you understand it mm-hmm. or not. That's right. You need to know if you don't understand it or even agree with it, you need to understand or accept that God's going to perform his word. That's right. And it's not dependent on your understanding. Mm-hmm. It's not dependent on your agreement. 
He's not asking for a consensus of science, of man, of people, of the moon, of the stars, right. of the sun. Right. He's not asking for a consensus on what he's going to do from anything. The, right. the, 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 the lion can't tell him. The mountains can't tell him. Mm -hmm. The oceans can't tell him. Yeah. The skies can't tell him. Nothing can tell him. He says, I'm watching over what I said, mm -hmm. and I'm going to perform it, and I don't need your agreement right. or your sanctioning or your approval. It's going to happen. Amen. That's what God That's says. That's why I like that song, Sovereign. God Sovereign. can do what he wants to do when he, he wants, wants to. to do. He's God. Yes. <laughs> he is sovereign. That's right. And we cannot let people um, take God's side or speak against God's sovereignty mm -hmm. and let that enter into our hearts. God is sovereign. Mm -hmm. That means he does whatever he wants. He has complete control. Complete control, yes. He Amen. does whatever you want, and it doesn't need your approval or your understanding. Mm -hmm. He's God, and we have to give it to him. Amen. He's the creator of everything. He has the right to ownership because mm -hmm. he created everything, and he can do whatever he wants with it. That's right. You need to give that up to him. Mm-hmm. Just Amen. like what you think you own, <laughs> what you think you own, right. what God has allowed you to have uh, stewardship over, yeah. but you don't really own it because yeah. naked you came into the world and naked you're going to leave. Yep. But even the stuff you think you own, mm -hmm. you will cry out and yell out and, send, and go to court because you feel like you have the right to ownership. When you really don't have ownership, you think you do. Yeah. You still want the right as if you were the real owner. Right. Amen. God is the real owner God of everything. We need to thank him for allowing us to be yes. stewards over it. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yes. So God says, I'm watching over my word. Mm -hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to perform it no matter what you think. Yep. I'm going to do it. Amen. Amen. And we ought to thank God that he is watching over his word, mm -hmm. especially when you understand over this over 7000 promises yes. are in his word yes. for concerning you. Yes. We stand on those promises. I yeah. stand on those promises. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I'm glad God is watching over his word. Amen. Amen. And so be on your paper. Write this down. Some of Satan's attempts to mess up God's plans. Mm. So Satan attempted on many, many, many occasions to mess up the plans God had. That word that he was watching over, Satan tried to mess it up on many occasions. Still we, trying. To mess and up. still trying. And we're going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But as we talk about Satan's attempts to mess up God's plans, mm -hmm. Concerning Jesus's birth, that's what this uh, this message is about today. Because mm -hmm. God planned for Jesus to come, and Satan tried to mess it up. Amen. But as we talk about it, know that also he's trying to mess up God's plans in your life and mine. Mm -hmm. He's trying to mess those plans up too. Amen. And remember, last week we talked about how we were created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Mm-hmm. So if he's trying to mess up the, the, the birth of Christ and your good works that God had prepared in advance for you and I to do was in Christ Jesus, he was trying to mess up our plans too. Yep. 
trying to mess up our plans. I share with you guys on several occasions how God showed me when I was down and sick um, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And God, one of the things God showed me, he, he showed me, how he took me on a quick visual tour of my life and showed me how Satan was getting me off course mm-hmm. from what he had planned for me. Yeah. And I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. Never forget it. I came out of that sickness and illness and that experience with God, a different man, mm-hmm. a different man. And so Satan is trying to get you off course too. You don't even have to tell me about it. I know. You know why I know? Because God said it. Hmm. And we see in the scripture that he's doing it with every person who attempts to follow God. He started with the first two people. And then that set the stage. That means all people are going to get us in some way, shape or form, be influenced by Satan's going to try to influence them or he will influence them to go against God's plans. Mm -hmm. Amen. And we need to be sharp and on our toes, identifying the acts of Satan, trying to get us off course. And I know he's doing it in your life. Yeah. And you don't have to tell me about it. I already know. Because God's word says it. Because God's word says it. Amen. But we also know, then we also need to understand that what Jeremiah 29, 11 says. Ain't that right? Mm-hmm. Ain't that right? Yes. Daughter-in-law, mm-hmm. Lori, those out there doing the, doing the memory verse, they know right. t- Jeremiah 29, 11 was a memory verse where God says, I know the plans Amen. I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Amen. So while the Satan's trying to mess up God's plans and he and Satan has other plans, mm-hmm. we know that God has plans yes. for us. Amen. He does. Plans to prosper us, mm-hmm. not harm us, to give us hope and to give us a future. Amen. God has plans. And so we got that in mind as well. So I want to share with you four different ways that Satan attacked God's plan. Mm-hmm. The first is, write this down, his attack on the first children. His attack on the first children. Satan didn't waste much time to mm-hmm. disrupt God's plan. Right, right. After man sinned, uh, humankind sinned, Adam and Eve sinned, mm-hmm. and God declared, gave curse Satan to the ground, and he declared what he was going to do in terms of the seed of the woman, which was a prophecy of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Satan got busy. Yes. He got busy with the first children, mm-hmm. the first seeds of humankind. He got busy with them. Amen. He attacked God's plan. And you should take away from this that those of you who are parents, he's going to attack your children too. I'm, I paused on that intentionally yeah. so that you think about that mm-hmm. and that you will assume some responsibility to train up a child in the way they should go. Introduce them to the Lord. Yes. When your child come, I know they cute mm-hmm. and I know they touch your heart and you say, oh, so precious, so precious. Yeah. That's all good. Celebrate it. But you should have in your mind, how am I going to get this child to Jesus Christ? That should be on forefront of your mind. How I'm going to do it because he's going to need it. 
she's going to need it. Yes, yes, yes. Because this world is not going to be friendly. Yes. To the things of God. Amen. The prospering that God wants for your children. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be friendly. Amen. And we've experienced it. And so he's tried with the first children. Look what it says here in Genesis 4, 1 and 2, and then verse 8. It says, Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now, verse 8. Now, verse 8 says this. So these were the first children, y'all. These were the first children. Verse 8 says, Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Hmm. Hmm. God said, I'm going to, of the seed, I'm going to, he prophesied, I'm going to do something with the seed. Mm-hmm. And the first seeds, Satan got busy. Let that sit with you. He got into the first seed of humankind, Abel. I mean, Cain, I'm sorry. He got into Cain and that led mm-hmm. to Cain killing his brother. Mm. Wow. Know that Satan is very serious about disrupting God's plans. Mm-hmm. Sneaking, cunning. Yes. Have you thinking you're doing the right thing and you're doing the wrong thing. That's right. Yeah. He's serious, y'all. He's not, he, he's not playing with that. Don't live your life as if Satan is cute. Hmm. And that you just can flick him off. Uh, no, no. You have to be more intentional. If yeah. you want to cause Satan to flee, the scripture tells us in James, resist the devil. Yeah. And he will flee. Mm-hmm. Resist him. Don't go along with him. Mm-hmm. With his tactics to cause you to sin. And we fall into his traps all the time, as my wife was saying, because he's tricky and sneaky. Mm-hmm. Satan is serious. Yeah. Look what it says about Cain a little. Give us a little more insight to the heart of Cain in first John three twelve. It says, do not be like Cain. I'm going to pause for a moment right there mm-hmm. as we read this. That's all you need to know. huh? All right. <laughs> as we read this, Cain, who killed his brother, mm-hmm. don't be like Cain. And it gives us some some flavor about it. He says, do not be like Cain who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. Okay. Now, here's the truth. You might not like it. But every single one of us at some point Mm -hmm. in our lives Mm -hmm. belonged to the evil one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You ain't always been so holy and righteous. Neither have I. Mm-hmm. And Satan had control of our lives. Was the primary influencer of what we did, what we said, how we acted and everything. Mm-hmm. How we thought. Right. Yeah. I know I used to belong to him. 
thank God I don't no more. Why? Amen. Because Jesus Christ mm -hmm. came. That's why. Amen. And it goes on to read. And, and why did he murder him? He said he murdered his brother. It says, why did he murder him? It says, because his own actions were evil mm -hmm. and his brothers were righteous. So we see the war between evil and righteousness in the first children. In the first children. Yeah. And you are battling with it in your life too. Evil and righteousness are at war in your life. That's why we got to be intentional about being righteous. Mm -hmm. And he got into the first seed, as we said, and it led to the killing of the second seed. Mm -hmm. Satan is not playing. But God is not either, though. <laughs> God's not playing either. Mm -hmm. Look what Genesis 4, 25 and 26 says. And this was after Cain killed Abel. It says, Adam made love to his wife again. Mm -hmm. And she gave birth to a son and named him Seth, saying, God has granted me another child in place of Abel since Cain killed him. Seth also had a son, and he named him Enosh. And at that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. Y'all see that? God's not playing either. The evil son took out the righteous son, and then they had another child, and then that child had a child. And in that, after that, the people began to call on the Lord again. He returned to the Lord, huh? Yes. Amen. We can. Amen. We might want to call it a revival. <laughs> Amen. A revival. Yeah. People started to call on the name of the Lord. So God's going to counteract and overpower anything Satan does. Yes. And he's preserving what his promise was. And he's watching over his word. Know that he's watching over his word. And then uh, a second attack that we want to talk about um, is, write this down, his attack in the time of Noah. Mm -hmm. His attack in the time of Noah. Genesis 6, 5 and verse 8 says this. The Lord saw how, saw how great the wickedness of, human race, of the human race had become on the earth. And that every inclination of the thoughts of human heart was evil all the time. I want to pause on that for a moment. So we see how it cycled. It, it, we, we just talked about after um, Seth had his child and then folks start calling on the Lord. Now we see another decline. Yeah. Because Satan is trying to disrupt God's plans. And it's telling us that all the human hearts have be on earth, they were they, they thoughts were evil mm -hmm. at that time. Only evil. Only that evil. Makes it even worse, right? Yes, only evil. Only evil. <laughs> but there's verse 8. Yes. Because God's not playing either. Mm -hmm. And verse 8 says, but Noah, mm -hmm. but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Yes. Oh, but Noah. Ah, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, I'm wondering. Uh uh, can can God say, but Robert, hmm. <laughs> in this corrupt society we're living in, and yeah. we see it all around us, can God say, but Robert, but Carolyn, right. but you, can God say that? Mm -hmm. 
about you that everybody, other folks are going the wrong direction, but not this one. Yeah. That's what happened. He says, but Noah, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. All right. Noah, Noah was trying to do the right thing. Look what it says here. Um, verse in Genesis 7, 1. Mm -hmm. the, the Lord then said to Noah, go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this mm. generation. Wow. Wow. So God had Noah build an ark. And this is referencing when the floods came. Mm -hmm. And out of the flood, the scripture tells us only eight souls were saved. Noah and his wife, Noah's three boys and their wives were saved. And then, as you know, the story of the ark, he brought in um, other animals and stuff into the ark with him. Yes. You know, and I know some people might say, ah, oh, that's just a fairy tale. No way, no way that could happen. Well, I just read what it said in Jeremiah and it's, and I believe God's word is a hundred percent true, whether I understand it or not. And I believe that God is watching over his word. And so though I can't explain it all, I just know what the scripture tells me about it. I trust God's word and I am not of the camp that that cannot be possible. That's right. We're talking about a God who created everything and put it into order. Mm-hmm. How is it that your heart is beating without any impulse? Right. How is it the stars and the planets, planets are set? Yeah. All these, right, all these, and right. Yeah. How is it the earth is set just right that yes. if we tilted a degree to to one side or the other, we would freeze or or, or burn? Right. And it's set just right. It's perfect. There's a whole lot of things in this universe we can't explain. Mm -hmm. Just because we can't explain it doesn't mean it's not true. Amen. I choose to trust God in his word and him watching over mm -hmm. his word. Amen. Amen. That's and what so his word says. That's what his word says. And so Noah, God declared that Noah was righteous. Noah followed God's, God was, Noah was obedient to God, mm -hmm. built the ark exactly the way God, the ark exactly the way God said it. And guess what? The floods came and it rained and it rained and it rained and it had never rained before. That was part of the reason people thought Noah was crazy. Right. Because they had never seen like, rain. What do you mean water's going to fall from the sky? Yeah. <laughs> right. Had never rained like that. It had never yeah. rained. The, the, the earth was being um, watered by dew mm -hmm. up until that point. Yeah. But Noah obeyed God because he had faith. He had faith. He obeyed God. And him and his family were saved. Amen. So how does... God view you. It says here that God found Noah righteous in his, in, in this generation, in his generation. Mm -hmm. How does God view you and me in this generation? Yes. Does he view us as righteous? Mm -hmm. Think about it. Or do you, are you grouped with everybody else who mm -hmm. just trying to do what they think is right? Mm-hmm. Or are you trying to do what God says is right? Yeah. Amen. Give that some thought. 
And we got to be aware of that and uh, live a life uh, with our eyes open. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to be spiritually woke, y'all. If right. You, if you want to, you know, some colloquialism with that. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah, right. That's right. Spiritually woke. And so here's the, the, the third way that he tried to attack God's plan. Mm-hmm. Um, his attack on David. His attack on David. And just know that um, from the seed of David came Christ. In fact, one of Jesus's titles is the son of David. David. Yeah. So we can see why he really was trying to attack the seed of David. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we know the the, the whole story of David and Goliath. That was an attack on Mm -hmm. David. And he was just a boy at that time. He was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So look what it says here regarding the attack on David. First Samuel 17, verse 41 through 44. Mm-hmm. It says, meanwhile, the Philistine um, uh, with his shield bearer in front of him kept coming closer to David. Talking about Goliath. Mm-hmm. He looked David over and saw that he was little, a little, was little more than a boy mm-hmm. glowing with health and handsome. And he despised him. He said to David, am I a dog? Mm-hmm. that you come at me with sticks mm-hmm. and the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I will give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. So look here what Goliath said he was going to do Amen. to David. Mm-hmm. And, and grant this, understand God had made a promise yeah. <laughs> that through David's seed, Mm-hmm. First through the seed of the woman, which it, it and then Abraham and it, it is come on down now. And David was part of the 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 generations of Christ, as we said already. Mm-hmm. Christ, one of Christ's titles, is son of David. Mm-hmm. And he's telling him, I'm gonna I'm gonna give your flesh to the birds yeah. and the wild animals. Mm-hmm. And God had promised that Christ would come through David, and David is just a teenager with no kids at all. Right. Oh, you better look out. Yep. I don't know if, if 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 I was you and if if you if you or I was in the, on the scene there when we heard him say that, mm-hmm. we should have been looking for lightning and yep. thunder or something. Because <laughs> you you speaking against God now. Against God, God's so promise and he's watching yeah. over his word. You right. you better watch out because the, the, the Messiah is coming out the this Messiah kid. Messiah is coming through his line. Yes, his family. Wow. Yes. Amen. Wow, but that's how bold Satan is. Yes. And and then, you know, in verse 42 too where he talks about um goliath so he was handsome yeah david was handsome and healthy and all of that yeah and he despised him yeah. you hey people that's happening today <laughs> the enemy is is it and causing people to despise you just because god's blessing you yeah and then he'll come after you amen. amen amen that's right dear that's right and you guys know how this story ended david took goliath out with a smooth stone yes. to his forehead and chopped his head off yep All right. And this is God watching over his word. And then in first Samuel um, chapter 19, verse 10 and 11, uh, Saul, who was the king, tried to take David out. Mm -hmm. He actually tried on many occasions to take David out. Mm -hmm. It says here, Saul tried to pin him to the wall with a spear. Mm -hmm. But David eluded him as Saul drove the spear into the wall. Saul threw a spear at David to pin him in the wall. Mm -hmm. And then it says that night, David made good, made good in his, his escape. In verse 11, Saul sent men to David's house to watch it, to kill him in the morning. Mm. Wow. 
And so the king of Israel is now trying to kill David. And y'all know it ain't going to happen. Right. It ain't going to happen. And then as time goes on, we read in 2 Samuel 3.1 and in other places, the war between the house of Saul and the house of David lasted a long time. Mm -hmm. David grew stronger and stronger while the house of Saul grew weaker and weaker. God ain't playing, y'all. God watching over his word. That's right. Making it come to pass. That's right. And David eventually became king over over all of Israel. Mm -hmm. And Saul's house was growing weaker and weaker even after Saul died. His house was still getting weaker. Yeah. Because God ain't playing. Mm -hmm. All right. Amen. And then uh, a fourth attack that uh, Satan had on God's plan was he attacked on his attack on the Jewish nation, mm-hmm. his attack on the Jewish nation. And he was trying to take out all the Jews. Yeah. This could have thwarted Jesus's birth. Mm-hmm. This happened in the fifth century before Christ's birth during the Persian empire. This is when this happened that yeah. we're going to read, read about. And the Persian King Xerxes, his advisor named Haman plotted to kill all the Jews. Amen. And we find this story in the book of Esther. Mm-hmm. Esther 3, 5 through 6 says, if, um, it says here, um, when Haman saw that Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor, he was enraged. Yet, having learned who Mordecai's people were, he scorned the idea of killing only Mordecai. Instead, Haman looked for a way to destroy all Mordecai's people, Mm -hmm. the Jews, throughout the whole kingdom of Xerxes. So uh, Haman wanted to kill all the Jews, Mm -hmm. and he had a plan to do it. But however, as the story goes on, Queen Esther, who was Jewish herself and was uh, the queen to Xerxes, um, exposed Haman's plan. And to King Xerxes, and then King Xerxes got rid of Haman eventually. Yeah. And so um, God ain't playing, y'all. Right. And then in Esther 8, 7, it says, uh, King Xerxes replied to Queen Esther and to Mordecai the Jew, because Haman attacked the Jews, I have given his estate to Esther, and they have impaled him on the pole he set up. So Mm -hmm. the very pole he set up to kill Mordecai, yeah. He got killed on. That's right. Because God ain't playing either mm-hmm. about his promises. He's watching over it. He's watching over his promises. Amen. Yes. So understand that God is preserving mm-hmm. his promise. Mm-hmm. He preserved it. And see on your paper, write this down. God preserved Jesus's family line. Mm-hmm. We saw, we just read about some instances in it. Yeah. Um, but God preserved Jesus's family line. Now, there are two genealogies of Jesus's, of Jesus um, recorded in scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew records um, 41 names um, going from Abraham to Jesus. And then the book of Luke records 77 names going from Jesus all the way back to Adam. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to read a portion of that. Now, Matthew 1, 1, and then uh, verse 16 of Matthew 1. It says, uh, this is a genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And then it goes on and lists all those names I mentioned. And then in verse 16, it says, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, 
the husband of Mary, and Mary was the mother of Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Mm -hmm. You can read the whole genealogy at another time, but it, mm -hmm. it lists, like I said, 41 names there, and then it ends up um, um, talking about Jesus all the way back from Abraham. Mm -hmm. And then in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 3, verse 23 um, through 38, we're just going to look at verse 23 and verse 38. There's another list of names that's um, referencing Abraham, uh, referencing Jesus all the way back to Adam. Mm -hmm. And so here in Luke 3:23 it says, Now Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. He was the son of so it was thought of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of verse 38 says, and then the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of David. Again, in between there, it lists the all these God. names and all these, the genealogy. Mm -hmm. um, you can read that at another time, mm -hmm. but just know that Satan was attacking um, God's plan to bring Jesus here the whole time, yes. but God was preserving Jesus's family line mm -hmm. so that Jesus could come. And we need to right. consider all of this as we approach Christmas day mm -hmm. and all that God did to make sure that Christ came for you and I. Amen. And through all these people, God preserved his promise watched over his word the promise he made to to the serpent the promise he made to abraham he preserved christ's birth and god will preserve the promises he's made to you and me you've been listening to one by one here's a personal message from pastor robert you may have never said yes to jesus christ do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Thank you for listening.